Shabbos, Shea number 16. So we said yesterday that both Shabbos and the Beis HaMikdash carry a shocking, most devastating of punishment, even for the slightest infringement. But why? Says Rav Pinkus, we can explain with the following allegory. A man has a small growth on his leg. His doctors determine that an operation is needed to remove the growth. It goes without saying that a good surgeon should be used. An operation is a serious thing. But even if the surgeon was a little careless and his hand slipped an inch to the right or the left, this wouldn't endanger the patient's life. It could cause some damage, but it wouldn't be fatal. If the surgeon is operating on the heart or brain, however, he must be extremely precise. A deviation of even a fraction of an inch can make all the difference. Brain surgery requires such tremendous accuracy that it's performed under a microscope. In these cases, the surgeon is entering the person's Kodesh Kodoshim, Holy of Holies, touching upon his source of vitality and the dwelling place of his soul. Extreme caution must be exercised with such vital organs. This helps us to understand why things are so strict when it comes to Shabbos and the Beis HaMikdash. The rabbis tell us that Shlomo HaMelech planted every kind of fruit tree that exists, even pepper trees, in Yerushalayim. But we all know that each kind of tree needs its own climate. Some fruits only grow in Africa, others only in India. There is, is no one place where all the trees can flourish. So how did he get them to, to grow and to bear fruit? The Medrash answers, Shlomo in his great wisdom knew the invisible lines that extend out from Yerushalayim, the heart of the world, to every place on earth. So he planted the pepper tree on the line leading to the land of Cush, so it gave fruit right away. The whole world depends on its heart. Underground arteries reach from Yerushalayim all over the world. And Shlomo HaMelech knew which artery goes where, so he planted the tree on top of each artery. Yerushalayim, and especially the Beis HaMikdash, is the heart of the world. That's why even the slightest sin carried out during the service of the Beis HaMikdash is punishable by death. If something is wrong with the heart, it affects everything else. And the same is true of Shabbos. Shabbos is the spiritual heart which contains all the Kedusha, all the holiness of the world. Shabbos pumps life into the world just as the heart pumps life-giving blood to the body. The six days of the week derive all their vitality from Shabbos. That's why Shabbos is so stringent. It's the heart, like the Beis HaMikdash. Also, Shabbos desecration ruins the very depths of a Jewish person's heart. It affects his intrinsic holiness as a Jew. His faith for who he public his emunah. He who publicly desecrates Shabbos is considered, regarding certain areas, as a non-Jew. On Tisha B'Av that falls on Shabbos, one can eat and drink whatever he wishes and have as much food as they want, as the rabbis say, as the table of King Solomon. What are they telling us? Tisha B'Av is a day on which we realize that we have no real life without Hashem being in our midst. Unless... The divine presence is among us in the base of Migdash. We might as well just sit on the ground and cry. 
The Beis Hamikdash was a place where any Jew who wanted to find Hashem could find him. But if it falls on Shabbos, we eat as if nothing happened. Why? Where did the dis- where did, did the destruction disappear to? The answer is, with this we'll finish today. We have Shabbos. But this doesn't mean that the Kedusha of Shabbos diverts our mind from the destruction of the temple. On the contrary, the Kedusha, the holiness of Shabbos, fills the vacuum left by that destruction. In a sense, on Shabbos, we have the Beis HaMikdash. In its simplest sense, the Beis HaMikdash is the house of Hashem. And Shabbos is the day of Hashem. More tomorrow. Have a good day.